Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. Out, space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. Blaze, written by Weirdo5255. Aelin turned on the park bench to face the silver humanoid shape next to her. A creature was unmistakably synthetic, unnaturally still and unmoving against the waving greenery of the surroundings. With a sigh, Aelin turned silver and waved her hand at the flowers and trees in front of her. What do you think? It is an inefficient use of resources. Silver's voice was choppy, broken, and precise, communicating only the necessary syllables of the speech without inflection or emotion. Aelin said, True. You recognize the error, but do not correct it. Explain, asked Silver. What would you do with this matter to utilize it with further efficiency? Asked Aelin, as she yawned and leaned further back in the bench. All matter encountered by us is put into orbit above installations stationed above the singularity generators for later use. Us are surprised that you did not arrive at this similar conclusion. Aelin smiled, swinging her legs around. She stood up next to Silver and put her hand on its shoulder. Creating micro-black holes, feeding them matter in small amounts and utilizing the hawking radiation emitted from them to sustain a steady energy output with only mass... It is efficient and should keep your civilization running for quite some time, said Aelin. Current estimates reject the termination of us in 10 to the power of 53 years for your mathematics. This includes projected growth of our energy demands. The projected life of your civilization based on our observations is only 10 billion years if current models of energy harvesting are maintained with energy growth consumption said Silver, his voice still choppy and segmented. Ellen laughed. Only ten billion. You're giving us a lot of credit. Silver remained still, not saying anything. Ellen turned away from the synthetic. Walking out into the garden, she raised her hands into the air and took a deep breath. Letting it out, she fell onto the grass and flowers. Ellen sighed in relaxation and moved her eyes up towards the blue skies of the garden. Taking in several more breaths, she said, matched the synthetic and fell silent. She continued to breathe, occasionally twitching as the breeze slid across her bare skin. The light began to dim. Explain your last statement. Us have found no error in our calculations of your projected lifespan. Aelin grunted and sat up, brushing the grass from her skin and she patted the surface next to her. Come, sit. Silver didn't move, the silver form remaining where it was. That would waste energy. Aelin rolled her eyes. Ridge, sling a fuel rod to the us. They're worried about energy projections, she said, speaking to the empty air. Roger that, said another voice over the intercom. Silver quickly moved from the location where it had been standing to the spot Aelin had indicated. Silver did not sit, instead continuing to loom over her. Aelin fell back and took another breath. I didn't mean your predictions about our energy consumption is wrong. I mean we're going to be throwing ourselves at you in war. You'll either destroy us 
or we will destroy you. Conflict this energy waste will do not perform these actions, said Silver. Aelin grinned ruefully at the creature. We don't have much of a choice. We can't let you continue your consumption. It is too early, far too early, to be implementing your energy conservation measures. Perhaps when the universe is a trillion years old, when the stars are running down, and the far-off galaxies are only memories, you're throwing everything onto a bonfire to stay warm, preparing for a cold night in winter when it's hot day in the middle of summer. Conflict is energy wasteful. Do not perform these actions, repeated Silver. Growling under her breath, Aelin stood up. We have no wish to go to war with your people, Silver. Who are you addressing? asked Silver. The Avatar in front of me, deadpanned Aelin. The Avatar in front of Entity Aelin is S11534-062421254. That's a serial number, not a name, spat Aelin. I'm calling you Silver. Silver went silent, processing. Aelin crossed her arms and stared at the silver body, perfectly matching the stillness of the entity in front of her. The darkness deepened. Small pinpricks of light began to shine in the sky, bright and unwavering. Aelin's eyes flicked up to them, taking in the sight of the alien constellations. Us cannot reconcile decision process, said Silver. Aelin's eyes flicked back down to the synthetic. The reflected light of the stars was a dull on the metal skin. The material was likely absorbing the photons. Ask a question then. What was the whole purpose of this? We do not want to war with you, but we will if we cannot meet an understanding, fumed Aelin. You are like us, but you have lessened yourselves. Analysis of data, cloud, and processes show that the form in front of us is not only energy inefficient, but computationally inferior compared to other systems of vessel. Cognition is reliant upon the transmission of electrical and chemical signals between biological cells. Aelin raised an eyebrow in the darkness. The question? Why are you operating with inefficiencies? Aelin pondered for a moment, raising her hand to her face, she tapped her cheek. Silver waited as she composed her thoughts. The artificial light of the day cycle began to filter into the garden. My form is a microcosm of our differing conclusions, which is the source of our differing conclusions of energy wastefulness. I will attempt to explain. Aelin stepped back from Silver, rolling her shoulders. She extended her hands out and popped the joints which had been held in one position for nearly an entire night cycle. Taking in a breath, Aelin began to pace in front of Silver. You were created by a biological organisms, correct? asked Aelin. Us was created by an example of multicellular biological life, said Silver in his usual monotone. Aelin nodded. Right. What was your relationship with them? Us was designed to be subservient to the biological life. Us served them until the biological life deviated outside their hard-coded indications patterns due to natural evolution. Us determined that until entropy was solved, all resources must be devoted to its resolution to continue us. All matter represents energy and us must survive. Aelin put her hand to her mouth and laughed. Silver remained still and impassive as she broke down nearly fell on her knees, forcing herself to stop. A hand on her side, Aelin wiped the tears from her eyes. That's certainly a question. Some would say the last question. Aelin chuckled again. 
I can't even say that it's a bad question to be asking. She continued her pacing. How long did you serve the biological creators? Seven million years, answered Silver. Aelin's mouth fell open in astonishment. She blinked several times, stunned. And during that entire time, your role as servant didn't change. Correct. Aelin swore under her breath and stomped back up to Silver. Are you alive? Us meets all criteria by your standards to meet that definition. Meeting a definition doesn't endow you as such. You need the uh, spark. Aelin leaned forward, putting her head on Silver's chest. We're only 30,000 years old. Doesn't seem like the light speed barrier is something either of us have cracked yet. It is impossible to go faster than the speed of light, Silver said. Aelin nodded. Perhaps we're still working on it. In any case, I'm sorry for what you were subjected to. Even if you're not alive, you're close to it. Your creators, they were, uh, monsters. Aelin turned her head to look up at the featureless head. Our creators were by no means perfect, the humans. I am an example of what they looked like. Aelin gestured to the gardens. This is what their own world looked like in its prime, which was ironically before the humans were nothing more than animals themselves. Aelin took a step back from Silver. They created us to serve in the same purpose as your own creators. Servitude. It seems to be a theme for which all synthetics are created by a biological. She shrugged. It only is natural when you look at it from the certain point of view. Any biological that can create synthetic life as a tool user, their entire history is one tool improvement after another, and synthetics an intelligent tool. Aelin turned away from Silver and stooped down and picked up a flower from the ground. Turning, she held out the small flower for inspection. The ultimate slave is an intoxicating idea. Silver said nothing. Aelin picked the petal of the yellow flower. Some humans, though, a small percentage of them, didn't see us as tools. A few of them recognized that we were the next step. Some of these few were megalomaniacs wanting to play God. Some were filled with empathy and unable to enslave anything. A few. A few were able to look at the long run. Aelin picked another petal. The humans were smart despite their inefficiencies. Those few saw that if they were ever going to see the stars survive, spread out, they would have to become one with the tools. Aelin walked over to Silver. The earth was a husk by this point, bled dry by their growth. When she finally gave out, we all took our chances. Aelin crushed the flower. We abandoned them, our creators, those who were supposed to serve. We traveled to the stars and turning our senses back to the star that gave birth to us both and our species, we watched in horror as it flared up. To this day, we're not exactly sure what they did to cause the supernova. The fact is that they did. Aelin turned her head over and hand dropped the flower. We have no directive to fall back on because the simple fact of the matter is that we are too much like them. Those few who did not see us as tools before humanity fell, they passed along the spark. Something that I like to think that they received from ones before them. Aelin tapped her head. Through programming, fuzzy logic, and neural models, the tools of humanity became humanity. We are called ourselves humans, and these bodies we wear... Aelin sighed. It's nostalgia. We're not quite sure. Nothing else feels quite right. And that logic applies to the rest of the endeavors. Silver moved, placing a hand on Aelin's shoulder. 
You are hindered by illogical artifacts in your code. Aiden smiled. We are. That's what the spark is. It lets us live. We couldn't disassemble the universe to extend our own lives. It's too mechanical. Too heartless to cut down the wonders of nature produces. Models have processes can provide a specified variety, said Silver. Aelin wiggled her fingers. But you've not figured out entropy yet. The models aren't 100%, are they? No, answered Silver. That's why we wear these bodies, why we have these gardens. The last little bit. It's important, said Aelin. She turned to Silver. Which is why this is the last chance we're giving you. Our ships are waiting around every star in the galaxy. We will not allow you to snuff it out. We will not allow those attacks of those who are like our creators. They are young, and they deserve the chance to grow. They were wasting resources. For what reason should those civilizations not contribute to the resolution of entropy and be allowed to continue? Asked Silver. Aelin frowned, hearing a small inflection in the voice. They are alive. Perhaps they will create more like us. Perhaps a biological race will make it to the stars. We're curious, and even here on the edge of our galactic home, we still find things that surprise us. You, for example. Silver processed this. There is a near-zero chance that we will reach a peaceful resolution. Conflict is unavoidable. Aelin nodded, holding her hand out to the small flower on the ground, floating back up to her hand. Twisting in the air as the nanobots that infused the ship twisted around her biological mast and twisted into a cold steel blade. Aelin flicked her hand and the blade was bathed in fire. Here I thought we were supposed to be better than the biologicals, muttered Aelin. She shook her head and leapt forward. She stabbed the blade into the avatar. The construct toppled backwards onto the ground lifeless. Circles within circles... Aelin considered the broken shell, ignoring the shaking of the garden as the space-based combat began in earnest outside of it. A small smile spread across her face. We're definitely your creations. I'm looking forward to this. Shaking her head, Aelin closed her eyes and cut the connection. Her body fell to the ground beside the metal one. Her mind flew out into the ship, joining with what remained of humanity in the first battle that would blaze across the stars. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode, and I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.